I'm R.J. from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 16th of February, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. 80% of the people of Georgia want to join the European Union. At least the official government position is that the country should be in the EU. This has been mentioned several times by the ruling Georgia Dream or Otsneva party leaders after the commission's analytical report on Georgia's alignment with the EU, Aquis, became available. Want to check out the full report? Link in the show notes. However, some latest developments show that there's still some issues regarding democracy that the country needs to address. On Saturday the 4th, as a form of protest toward censorship, artist Sandro Sulaberidze removed his painting from an exhibition at Georgia's National Gallery, writing, quote, Art is alive and independent, end quote, in its place on the wall. Ministry of Internal Affairs started an investigation right after the event under the criminal offense of, quote, theft resulting in substantial damage, end quote, which is punishable by up to five years in prison. On Sunday the 5th, a few hundred people gathered outside Georgia's National Gallery to protest the investigation and express solidarity with Sulebaridze. Various Georgian organizations have also spoken out against the investigation, describing it as a repressive attack and a Putinist stunt from the Minister of Culture, Teatsulukiani. Afterwards, the police closed the investigation because there was no crime. On Sunday, President Salome Zurabashvili criticized what she implied was an overreaction to the protest in Tbilisi, supporting Sulebaridze, noting the heavy police presence. She said, quote, a painter being so threatening to the state, this reminds us a bit of another era, and it definitely embarrasses modern Georgia, end quote, Zurabashvili wrote on Facebook. Following her post on Monday the 13th, the general inspection of the Ministry of Culture started inspecting five paintings belonging to the art palace temporarily kept at the president's office. During the press briefing on Monday the 13th, the president's advisor, Kote Natsvliashvili, called out the ministry for this action, noting it was an attack on the president. Zurabashvili then hilariously posted a relevant clip from the movie Repentance. By the way, this has not been the first time Teotzulukiani, Minister of Culture, Sport and Youth, and former Minister of Justice, has taken a Facebook post a little too seriously. On Wednesday the 15th, Sulukiani posted on Facebook that she won the case against Keta Gabiani, a civic activist who shared her opinion about her back in February 2002 and said, quote, she would bury Taya, end quote. The court decided that Gabiani threatened Sulukiani and fined her 2,000 lati, or about $750. On that note about freedom of speech, Ned Price, State Department spokesman, called out the Georgian Parliament for the new draft bill regarding the transparency of foreign influence, which is basically a law about agents. In other words, spies. Price noted that the U.S. was deeply concerned about the implications of this bill for freedom of speech and democracy in Georgia. He added that the U.S. representatives had expressed these concerns directly to the government of Georgia. Price also highlighted that the postponed law would stigmatize and silence independent voices of citizens who are dedicated to building a better future for their communities and undermine Georgia's Euro-Atlantic integration. While the ruling Otsneba party leaders were claiming that this legislation was based on the Foreign Agents Registration Act in the United States, Price underlined that, in fact, this draft legislation appears to be based on similar Russian and Hungarian legislation. Moving on. On Saturday the 11th, CNN interview with one of Misha Saakashvili's lawyers, Massimo D'Angelo, was released. It showed alarming footage of the former president of Georgia hardly standing on his feet, falling from his bed and looking sick. The interview was in response to the latest court decision that refused to postpone Saakashvili's sentence. 
On Wednesday, the 15th, a special penitentiary service released video footage of Misha from the VivaMed clinic. According to the agency, the information that Saakashvili could not move on his own was not true. As a side note, CNN's video was dated the 4th and 6th of October. The latest video shared by the penitentiary service was a compilation, including some parts from the previous court hearing. European Parliament adopted a resolution on Wednesday the 15th, which urged Georgia to pardon and release former President Misha Saakashvili. 577 MEPs supported the resolution, 33 voted against it, 26 abstained. After his dramatic weight loss and suggestions that he might have suffered from heavy metal poisoning while in detention, MEPs called on Georgian authorities to release Saakashvili, allow him to receive proper medical treatment abroad. They urged current President Salome Zurabashvili to use her constitutional right to pardon him. Irakli Kobachidze, chairman of Otsneba and designated Pitbull, commented on the recent resolution and called it nonsense. He also noted that the European Parliament session itself reminded him of a session in the USSR. Thanks, Irakli. Another interesting statement was made by Tbilisi Mayor Kaki Kaladze about Georgia's EU candidacy. On Wednesday, the 15th, Kaladze said that despite the fact that the government had done everything, if the EU still refused to grant candidacy, well, then they could just keep it for themselves. Speaking of Kaladze, on Monday the 6th, Tbilisi City Hall announced that an aborted contract for Russia's Metro Vagan Mash to supply metro trains to Tbilisi had been renegotiated. Initially, financing was agreed with the European Bank for Reconstruction Development, or EBRD, February 2020. However, international sanction following Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine in February 2022 meant EBRD was no longer able to finance the order. In late 2022, Kaladze said negotiations were underway with EBRD for the purchase of the trains from an alternative supplier, but as it was impossible to find an alternative supplier, Deputy Mayor Ilakli Kmaladze said they had reached terms and agreed every clause of the agreement with EBRD, stressing that Metro Mash itself was not subject to sanctions. Under the revised agreement, the Metro cars will first be delivered to Georgia and then put into operation, and only then will payment be transferred. Moving on. Gelati is a medieval monastic complex near Kutaisi in the Imereti region of western Georgia. One of the first monasteries in Georgia was founded in 1106 by King David IV as a monastic and educational center. Some murals found inside Gelati Church date back to the 12th century. The monastery was inscribed as a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1994 because of its outstanding architecture and its importance as an educational and scientific center in medieval Georgia. Well, the situation in Gelati is pretty alarming right now. A group of experts hired by the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Youth might be unable to restore the paintings due to their lack of sufficient knowledge and quality of materials. On Wednesday the 15th, the Patriarch released an official statement asking to replace the current group with competent specialists to stop the damage and save the paintings. According to the statement, the issue of Galati Cathedral began as a result of the rehabilitation works carried out between 2015 and 19. The roofing of the temple's wings and outbuildings was carried out with poor methodology, low-quality materials, and an unprofessional approach. So basically what happened is the ministry did a horrible job. Various individuals pointed that out. The ministry responded by saying that their opposition loudmouth fault finders and all is well. Then the patriarch came in and said, no, indeed, it had been a terrible job. Can you please fix it? In other news, biggest sports event in 2023, FIS Freestyle Ski, Snowboard, and Free Ski World Championships have officially started in Bakuriani. First official practice for the men's and women's aerial disciplines began 
on Thursday the 16th. Ariel's team's discipline's first competition will take place on Sunday the 19th after training sessions. Follow the link in the show notes for the schedule and news related to the event. And that was the 100th episode of the Rorschach Georgia Update. To celebrate, please tell your friends about us and get them to subscribe. Nach bandis.